Hello, and thank you for tuning in. I hope you are well. I am Rashonda Hayes, your host for this podcast, Authentic Overload. And today's topic is going to be about a habit, a habit that we all have, a habit that most people are guilty of. Um, one that I found myself engaging in just last night. And it is the habit of complaining. So I actually, this week, working on a series about how to stop delaying our joy and being happy now. That's really the theme for this week. And today, being part one, we're going to talk about complaining because that does, that delays our joy. That keeps us from being happy and it keeps us from being in the moment. And... I can go on and on and on about complaining, so I'm going to try to keep this as, you know, as short and sweet and simple as possible. Um, But complaining never makes us feel good, right? So this weekend, me and my significant other, we drove out to a city in the South Bay area, and there's this beautiful park there that sits near a big old body of water, this beautiful ocean. And we were able to just look out at this water. And as we're looking out, we just see a sea of possibilities, right? We see all the possibilities. We're thinking we're dreaming big. I mean, I I love being by water like that because that's what it does for me. It makes me dream big. And it just also gives me an appreciation for life because I'm like, okay, the same God that created this ocean also created me. And that's just a beautiful thing to me, right? Just enjoying nature, period. Um, we saw lovers sitting on their uh, blankets on the in, in the park, people kissing, families walking, holding hands, some people out there, you know, having their little picnics. And everyone, of course, is doing this by way of social distancing because We are all aware this is we're still in the midst of a pandemic. So everyone's properly and safely social distancing and everyone has their mask on. And it was just a really beautiful time. I work from home Monday through Friday. So getting out of the house was just I I just look forward to Saturday and Sunday um, because typically we will take a drive. You know, he'll say, hey, you want to just go for a drive? And I'm like, yes. I just need to get out the house and it just felt so good and it just gave me so much joy for life. Now, mind you, this was Saturday. Come Sunday night, last night, I found myself complaining after all the beauty of life that I had experienced the day before and even earlier in the day on Sunday. It had been a really good day, a great day, actually, just lots of fun, laughter, good food and you know, watching some good movies and, um, yet (laughs) I went into a woe is me kind of thing on Sunday evening and my complaining, I didn't vent it at first. It was internalized. And sometimes we don't really realize that even when we're complaining internally, we don't think it's complaining, but it is. And I decided to talk to my significant other about it, and he just gave me a lot of insight. And so I want to just share, you know, some things with you and what complaining can do to us if we don't catch it quickly. Um, So 
one of the ways, of course, again, complaining delays our joy. And one of the ways it does that is because it hardens our heart. Complaining can harden our hearts. Right now, we are living in some perilous times. It's a lot to complain about. Um, This is not our norm. It's becoming our norm, but it's not normal for us. If we think about last year and all the things we were able to do and all the plans we had for 2020, and we're just not able to do a lot of those things. A lot of things have been put on the back burner. And this virus is going around, you know, and so we we have to stay home. When we do go out, we have to social distance. We can't really be in, in, in big crowds. And, you know, it's just a lot of protective measures that we have to take now that we didn't take before. And we're learning how easy it is to take life for granted, actually, to take our family and loved ones for granted. Because not only have people lost jobs, people have lost lives. And we can look at this whole thing and talk about how it's so unfair, how it's really unfair. You know, everything that's going on, um, people, it's taking months for some people to even get their unemployment. And so here I was last night sitting here thinking about, oh, work tomorrow. I'm tired of this job. You know, I, I want to be here. I want to be, I should be further along in life. What am I going to do next? Uh, you know, just, just complaining and this deep sighing within myself. And yet there are people who don't even have what I have. I used to ask one of my girlfriends a long time ago, I would say, you know, how are you doing? Oh, uh, you know, better than some, worse than others. And it was true. You know, sometimes people are doing better than us in in their lives. and But there are many people that are doing worse. And if we're not careful, we'll be we're so focused on what we don't like, what we don't want, um, where we don't want to be, where we think we should be, that we start complaining. And when we complain, we miss out because our hearts start to get hard and... It's just like the story in the Bible, actually. There's a story in the Bible in the book of Exodus where the children of Israel are set free from the bondage and the slavery that they had been in for years, hundreds of years. And this particular generation comes out of this bondage and they go through the wilderness. They had to go through the wilderness to get to their promise to get to the promised land, right? So, but in the midst of the wilderness, they complained. They complained the whole time, okay? And so their hearts were hardened. They were complaining about God's provision. They complained so much that they were even desiring to go back to the bondage that they were in because things just weren't going the way they thought it should go. And so what was supposed to be like an 11-day trip or some people say a seven-day trip or some people, I've even heard it as low as three days, they were only supposed to be in the wilderness. But however many days it was supposed to take, it turned into 40 years. 40 years of wandering wandering around in the wilderness and it was only supposed to take a matter of days. And one of the reasons is because they complained. Um, I used to listen to 
a pastor by the name of Joyce Myers, and she said, when you complain, you remain, but when you praise, you'll be raised. And isn't it interesting, though, because we think that when we complain, that that's going to make the situation change. When we complain about our children, we think that they're going to change. When we complain about our spouse, we think that they're going to change. When we complain about the job, right, we think that's going to change. But it doesn't change. It, it none of Nothing changes. We remain in the same thing. We get more of the same. We get more of what we don't want when we complain. We end up dwelling in that very thing that we are complaining about. We say we don't want to be there, but we just, we continue to complain. And we can't even see our way out of it now because our hearts get hard. Our hearts get hard. And so in the midst of complaining, you know, we're not taking responsibility for our lives when our hearts get hard then we stop taking responsibility for our lives and that's actually point number two one of the things that complaining does it keeps us from taking responsibility for our lives how many of you have complained about your weight I have raising my hand but was unwilling to take the responsibility to do what you needed to do to change your 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 body your weight. You were unwilling to eat right, unwilling to exercise, you know, but just complain, complain, complain. Now your heart is hardened because you're complaining and you see other people doing their thing, but you're complaining and making a bunch of excuses. And then before you know it, year by year by year goes by and the weight either stays the same or creeps up. Most of the time for most people, it ends up creeping up right? Because we're not taking responsibility for our lives, for our health. People will call you and complain and vent about people and or about things or about situations or about co-workers or their boss, but will make no effort to change whatever it is they need to change within themselves to bring about any type of joy or any peace or any harmony in the situation or harmony between you and the other person. Complaining doesn't change other people. I can come out of my room and go and fuss at my kids and complain about what they haven't did today, what they didn't do yesterday and so on and so forth, but that doesn't make them change. So we have to establish a different approach you know we have to come up with a different approach um, we have to come up with some boundaries for ourselves to bring about the change we want to we want to see because whatever we dwell on again whatever we dwell on we dwell in and we just get more of the same you complain about your spouse that doesn't make them change They just kind of keep doing the same thing over and over, you know, and even if you're complaining internally and you're not telling them directly what it is that they're doing that's bothering you, you know, what do we expect if they don't know, right? And then, you know, sometimes you have people who complain and it's one of those things where You got involved with someone and maybe they told a lot of jokes when you first got together and now it's been a year and you feel like they're they're always joking. And so now you're complaining that they're always joking and it's like, but that was the very thing that attracted you to that person. So we, we have to be careful 
what that leads into is the hard heart, not taking responsibility, and then we become discontent. That's point number three, discontent. Complaining leads to discontentment. Now we're just, we're bitter. We're bitter, we're bothered about our lives. That's also a hard heart as well. When your heart is hard and you're also bitter, you know, about life. You're just down in the dumps. And I mean, you can complain your shin. I've done it. I've complained and sulked and griped and had my little pity parties and the woe is me. And if I don't get up and do anything to change it, that that would lead to a depressing state. And fortunately, the depression wouldn't last too long for me. I can't I can't go too long being down in the dumps. Eventually, thank God I come out of it, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. And I'm by no means trying to shame anyone for being depressed. We can find things to be depressed about, just like we can find things to complain. There's so much we can complain about. But what if we started looking at life in a different way? The thing that combats complaining is taking action. We take action by becoming grateful. You may not like your job and you may be discontent. Now, the thing about contentment, though, contentment doesn't mean we settle. Contentment is not complacency, but it's just like a a quiet contentment where you have an appreciation for everything in your life. Where you can appreciate your job because your job affords you to do some things that you wouldn't be able to do if you didn't have it. You may not like your job, but what if, what if instead of complaining, oh, I got to go to this job, I'm tired of this job, and you feel discontent with your career, you feel stagnant. What if instead of complaining about it, you say, I'm grateful for this job because it affords me the opportunity to be able to pay my rent, to be able to pay my bills, to be able to put food on the table for my family, to be able to help my mother, my father, my sister, my brother, or whoever, you know, to be able to loan people money, to be able to just give money out as as charity, to be able to just do those type of things, to be able to take a trip on the weekends, put gas in your car, you know, to get to wherever you need to go. What if we started doing that? As opposed to complaining about the things we don't like and the things we don't want. Taking action also means, okay, if I don't like my job, people will complain, but they won't put their resume together to go get another job. It's easy to complain. You know, it's, 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 it's easy to just sit around and, ah, and gripe and moan, you know, and grumble, uh, about everything. And it's harder sometimes to take that first step. Even with me at times when I've complained about my weight, sometimes just the hardest part is getting started, right? The hardest part is getting started. And so even in my workout today, um, the trainer said, you, you don't get what you wish for. You get what you work for. And while I was listening to her, though, I said, hmm, we don't get what we complain about. We get actually what we work for. We don't get what we complain for. We're complaining. We're complaining about the job, but that's not going to get a new job. 
we have to take action. We complain about the weight or we complain about our significant other. Maybe have a conversation with the significant other and say, hey, babe, this and this and this and this, you know, have an open discussion about it. See how the significant other feels about the situation. You know, um, we have to be willing to do this or let's say the gripe is really not something major, but sometimes we can make things major because we're so busy complaining it, uh, complaining about it. And we're so busy looking at what the person is doing wrong instead of everything they're doing right. What if we started looking at all the things they do right? What if we took out a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil and started writing down all the things we love about that significant other and what they bring into our lives instead of our complaining about them? What if we did that same thing with our children, right? Instead of complaining, I think that there would be more joy there. And I know because I've done that. I've done that before. Times when I caught myself complaining. Now, I didn't do it last night. I woke up this morning convicted, like, oh, wow, I really was complaining last night, you know, and I had to get myself together, you know, um, God, forgive me for complaining. It's so much for me to be thankful for right here, right now in this moment, you know, because Somebody didn't wake up this morning and somebody went into work and lost their job by four o'clock on Friday, you know, or somebody had a loved one that passed or someone is not able to buy food. But for all the things that we can do and all the things that we do have, let's be grateful. Because when I look at my life and I look at everything around right now in my home, it was everything that I once prayed for, even my job. I once asked for this very job and I remember praying to make the very amount of money that I make right now. So when we start complaining about the blessings, sometimes it's, it's, it's kind of like a slap in God's face, you know? And the thing about the children of Israel, going back to that story they complained and guess what that generation that complained they died that generation that complained they died in the wilderness they didn't even get to make it to that promised land their children were able to cross over and go in but they didn't get to make it because they're complaining the complaining led to their hearts being hardened they didn't take responsibility for anything They blamed, they pointed the fingers at other people. They pointed the finger at Moses. You know, they, 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 they griped at God. They didn't, they, they just weren't happy. They weren't appreciative. They weren't thankful. They were discontent. And they died. Now, complaining might not bring a physical death to us. But how many things in us die from complaining? Maybe you had a dream once and you don't even have that dream anymore or that goal anymore because you complained so much about where you were in your life at that time. Now the dream has been snatched from you. Because now other situations and circumstances came in your life and now you have even more to complain about. You don't even have any focus or any energy to even work towards that goal or that dream. It's dead now. 
How many relationships have died? How many marriages have died because someone was complaining about the wife or the wife was complaining about the husband? The children of Israel literally died in the wilderness. Complaining will cause you to die before you get to your promise. It will cause the dream to die before it could even before it could even come to pass, before it even comes into fruition. The miracle, you could be right around the corner from a miracle. And that thing will be snatched up because you became impatient. We, be, we become impatient and we complain. And all these things delay our joy. They all delay our joy. So to combat complaining is to be thankful. To take responsibility for our lives. Not blaming other people. Not making excuses. But saying, okay, what can I do about this? Instead of moping and groping about it, what can I do to change it? And if there's nothing you can do to change it, the best thing to do, like if you can't physically do something to change it, what you can do is be grateful. Right? We can be grateful for where we are right now because it could be so much worse. I believe that everything that's going on, I was telling my significant other last night, I said, with everything that's going on in this world, a part of me feels like God is really saying, look, y'all need to slow down. (laughs) Slow down. Sometimes we have our own plans, right? We have our own plans and we want to do everything our own way. And we think we have life so figured out. And then when it doesn't go the way we think it's supposed to go, we complain. We get sad. And we get depressed. We get in this state of misery. No. Let's be grateful. Let's start today being grateful. After you listen to this, if you have time, whether it be now, whether it be later in the day, get out a piece of paper or your journal or you know, the the part in your phone where you have the notes and write or type out just all the wonderful things that are going on in your life. All the things that you're grateful for. Write down the things that your spouse or significant other, all the things they do that you just enjoy. All the things that made you just fall head over heels for them. Do the same thing with your children. Let's get in the habit of looking at what's good in our lives and not the bad because there's always going to be something right it's always going to be something going on something's not going to be right how we want it something's not going to be perfect but it's still so much to be grateful for write down how you feel even about you know your body the things you like about your body And even if you tell yourself, oh, I don't like anything about my body right now. But guess what? We can still be thankful for our bodies. The ability to get up out of the bed in the morning and walk around. We live and move and have our being. Do you know what a blessing that is? I know people who used to be able to walk and got shot and can't walk. They can't walk anymore. And guess what? 
they don't even complain. Now, I'm not saying they never complain, but whenever I've seen them, which has been a while, but I'm thinking of one person in particular, this man, I've never seen him complain. Never. You know, and I'm not saying again that he doesn't, but can you imagine? We complain about things and we're taking things for granted. Be happy now. Stop delaying your joy. And I'm telling you and I'm telling myself this, the same. I had to tell myself this this morning. I had to come up out of like that, just that space. And actually, I came up out of it last night. But really this, this morning, it really hit home for me. You know, once I sat and I had my quiet time and I would just begin to think about life and the things that I was saying. And I'm like, wow, my life is really good. It's really blessed. Yes, there are, sometimes I wish I was further ahead in life, but I'm so thankful to be here right now where I am. And that's because I I made my list and I started looking at everything that's right and everything that is going well. I could have lost my job in the midst of this pandemic, but I'm thankful to have an essential job. So my my life has been steady. It's been steady. And that's the blessing. When we complain, we remain. But when we give thanks and when we give praise, we're raised. When we focus on what we want, not on what we don't want, what we want begins to manifest in our lives. But when we complain, nothing manifests that's good more stuff to complain about comes. Thank you again for tuning in. And I hope that this has shed some light. I hope you can take the time to write out those lists of all the wonderful things that are going on in your world right now in the midst of everything that's going on in the world right now. And just take the time to just be still and be grateful. Trouble don't last always. Trouble don't last always. And joy is here now for you. If you're willing to open up your eyes and see all the joy, all the wonders. Get out in nature and see. Get out and let the sun hit you. You know, if you can, if you're able to. If not, you have to be in the home and Just look around at all the things you have. You once asked for those things. You once wished for those things. You manifested those things. I hope you have joy for the rest of your days. Until next time. Peace.